So welcome to the 30th episode of the Michael Garza Show. Really excited to be here. Um, feeling good. Feeling very good. Um, like I said, one of the things is I can't believe I've already gotten to 30 episodes. I've tried shows in the past, and I was too wishy-washy with them, but I decided to make a commitment. I decided this is my show. This is my channel. I'm going to put the episode number at the end of every single title so people know how far along we are in this. I'm not going to say journey because it's too cliche far along in this process or this <laughs> I don't know how far along we are in I guess the journey why not um so first I just want to say thank you for those who stuck around and to those of you who don't that's okay I hope you've gotten enough information from me to be a successful investor and have taken home some principles some good principles that really help you out. So I'm always trying to make more episodes. I'm trying to be very, um, what do you call it? I'm trying to be very involved. I want to try to give you guys the best attention, the best potential, and I think you guys can win. I sincerely believe you guys can win. That's why I do this show. I want to see people do the best they can. Um, try not to be afraid of the markets. You know, get in at any time. There's never a bad time to invest, as odd as that sounds, even when things are overvalued. And the reason I'm going to say this right now is that over a long enough time horizon, things do look good. If you keep enough cash on standby, you can always buy during a market crash and buy the best of the best companies or just buy an S&P 500 index fund and just keep buying on the dip. It's really that simple. And um, no, I hope these investment principles will help you out in some way. Um, let's, let's cue the intro. It's rock and roll, baby. Let's get it. Get it. Coming to you live, but how fast is he coming? It's a little bit disturbing how much this man comes. His name, in the corner, we have Michael Garza. He's the financial boy wonder. He's ready to teach you everything you need to know. And he's coming to you live, and he's coming out the gates right now. Can you handle it? Are you ready for it? Boys and girls, ladies and gents, it's time for Michael Garza. He's ready for you. Get that, get that jizz ready. Get that jizz ready. You better teach you finance. All right, I think I cut the intro short by accident. It doesn't matter, though. Uh, the whole point of this episode, really, though, is to talk about is now a good time. Is it a good time to buy stocks? And yeah, it's always a good time. Like I said before I started this intro, it's always a good time to invest. You want to be exposed to the market in any way you can, to the gains, to the losses. You want to be exposed as much as you can. Here's the thing. Timing the market is stupid. So that's why sometimes you got to buy month by month by month by month by month by month by month, right? You want dollar cost averaging. That if you think about it this way, if you invest all your money in at once in, in your diversifying your investment, that's diversifying across markets, sure. But that's also still dangerous, oddly enough. So what we recommend, what a lot of people would recommend is investing, is diversifying the time, right? Think about it this way. If you invest right now in the here and now all of your money, right? How diversified is your time frame? Not diversified at all. Because if the market crashes, you'll have no money to utilize for future investments. I mean, you still make money, obviously, through your job and blah, blah, blah. But the whole point is uh, dollar cost averaging uses the uh, print, the, what's the idea? What's the word? Um, uses the concept of, um, it's the concept of diversification, diversifying your time frames, right? 
instead of investing in the here and now when we don't know what the market will do tomorrow, we invest every we we invest in time periods. So you could maybe invest every two weeks. You could throw money down every two weeks, right? Every two weeks, 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 right? And you keep laying it down on different investments. Um, so what this does is it makes it to where even if the market's continuing to go up or continuing to go down, you're still exposed and you're still buying. Um, and you can take advantage of all the gains. Now, there's not, there's never the promise of gains. Just want to give everybody a heads up. I think too many people think that there's like this promise of riches in the market. Look, there can be periods, long periods, where there are virtually no gains, like a lost, um, like a lost decade sort of scenario or a lost few years, you know? And this could happen. There could be a depression so bad, which I wouldn't be surprised. And this is another reason why I recommend people bet against the market straight up. I have the UVXY, which allows me to bet against the markets effectively without having to purchase the options, contracts, or even short the market. This is a way to short the market without shorting it, if you think about it, through futures contracts. <laughs> so using the UVXY, you can actually short the market without the risk of shorting. Because shorting is a very risky process. Because one, you're borrowing shares. and when you're borrowing those, you do have to eventually give those shares back, even if you have to buy them back at a higher or a lower cost at some point. And, and shorting gets really fucking risky at certain points. So that's one of the reasons why I just play both sides of the UVXY and call it good. My, my philosophy is I diversify over time with volatility. This is a thesis I came up with. Um, it's definitely an odd one. So like I said, the theory goes like this. I believe in diversification over time. So I invest about every week. Every week I put down more money, right? I don't do this with crypto, though. <laughs> I just put a lump sum of money in a crypto that I think is going to go up because everybody's doubting it. Uh, I did this with Shiba Inu coin. It does go against my general principles of investing. But sometimes when I see something that's going to be so popular and I know that they're doing a coin burn, I just knew that the odds were in my favor just to throw down money. I so I do treat crypto like a casino. There are some bets that you have to treat like a casino and you just have to see where it goes. You could lose all your money or you can gain a lot of money. It all sincerely depends. Everything every instance is different. Things happen. But Ooh, cracking my neck real quick. So, you know, <laughs> it's a fun process and I I really do get into it. Um I'm one of those guys who's a huge fan of, I believe in dollar cost averaging. I believe in diversification over time. And I believe in playing both sides over a long time horizon. So when you play both sides over a long time horizon, so when the UVXY goes down, I buy more stock. When um, UVXY goes up, I sell some of the stock. But I also have a ton of initial put contracts that I purchased in anticipation of the dip at the UVXY. Um <clears throat> But remember, there's always the possibility of being wrong. And this is something you need to consider to take into your mind, to take into account. You could always potentially be wrong. Yeah, I've been watching the game on the Yahoo app. So I'm watching Seahawks versus um, the Rams. And I might do some commentary on that. Um, but... I'm going to watch it here in a second after this video, but the reason I'm doing this 30th episode is really just to just encourage you guys to be in the markets. I personally like the stock market more than the real estate market. I love volatility. Um, I like the fact that it can crash at any time. That's an exciting prospect for me. That means I could just buy more whenever I fucking feel like it. 
Um, cause I keep, you have to keep a lot of money on standby and I do have a 30 to 70 principle for the most part. I do keep 30%. I try to keep 30% in stocks and 70% in cash cause I do want to have buying opportunities when, when things happen. Um, I just, it's good to sit on cash. It really is. Even though cash is inflationary, which is why I sit on a decent amount of stocks because I want my stocks to appreciate over time. That's just the, this is the best way to do it. Because what is more valuable, owning a piece of a company or owning a dollar, owning owning a currency that continues to devalue over time because we keep printing more of it and we keep fucking ourselves. So there, there's multiple ways to look at it. I'm excited, though, because if the market does crash, I'm a rich man. Um, Shiba Inu's already going up, and it's kind of crashing a little bit. But the fact of the matter is I got in really early. So the Shiba Inu cryptocurrency, and for any of those who aren't familiar, it's just, a, it's just an Ethereum-based token. They do what's called a coin burn, and they basically uh, get rid of the existing coins, as many as they can, so that way it uh, lessens the load. It makes it more scarce, so they're taking coins out of circulation by doing the token burn. It's really brilliant. Um, so the token burn is something I firmly believe in, and also I studied it a little bit, just how the blockchain technology works, and it's a fascinating thing, man. You know, and I like to study things that I think... I look, I don't think Shiba Inu, by the way, has any real value. I really don't, except for the value we all give it. Um, we think it's a revolutionary revolution in... Um, what do you call it? Uh, money. We think it's a financial revolution. Now, decentralized currency is pretty cool. And Shiba Inu is basically... Um, a lot like Bitcoin in that sense. So... I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's um I think it's worth it. I think if you want a worthy um interesting investment. Checking out the game. So the Seahawks are winning, thank goodness, but yeah, this game's <laughs> Matthew Stafford's looking good. Uh, everybody's looking freaking good. This is I'm going for the Hawks on this one, but the Rams could all also just come back and kick our asses. Okay, I gotta stop. I gotta keep stop looking at the game. Focus on this. So yeah, always a good time to buy. Um, crypto is a definitely a gamble. If you're trying to avoid going to the casino, though, definitely use cryptocurrencies as a 24/7 casino. It helps me out when I have that inkling, that itch to go to the casino. But you know, the odds are worse in a casino. So you're better your odds are actually better at winning in the long term for crypto than you would throwing money down a casino. Also I don't feel like making the casino any more rich. <laughs> I just don't I, I just don't feel like it. I just I don't know. If I'm gonna be a degenerate, I'll be a degenerate with uh, crypto, which will potentially make me a half millionaire, which is crazy. Uh but yeah, um, I will sell, tell you guys this. One of my financial plans, once I, if I get a half a mil from Shiba Inu coin, which would be insane, um, it's really simple. I'm just going to throw a lot of it into dividend investment stocks um, just so that way I can have a constant income and have the potential to retire way earlier than expected. Um, I'm going to make sure that I also have index funds in gold, definitely gold. I, I'm not actually going to get an S&P 500 index fund. I'm just going to buy individual stocks that I know are a part of the S&P 500 that I would have and that I know would be totally fine during a market crash. Um, I just want the dividend payouts, really. If you want, if you want the actual truth, uh, I just want dividend payouts. Just hold it forever. Um, doing the Warren Buffett method. The Warren Buffett methodology is brilliant. See, Warren Buffett realized that income is the real outcome and dividend income is pretty stellar. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good. So... 
I would take dividend income any day. <laughs> uh, definitely another thing I want to invest in for sure is to, I want to be exposed to real estate without actually owning it. I don't want like the idea of owning real estate to be quite frank. So I'm going to own a, one of those uh, real estate investment trusts that, well, actually I should take that back. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, the Vanguard REIT trust, I guess you could say. Basically, it's a collection of real estate investment trusts that are top-notch, incredible, and it gives you exposure to several thousand of properties. So it's really a huge advantage. Um, totally in on it. It's just another way to be exposed to real estate. Um, it's a it's a smart way to do it. You'll get a good dividend income from it. It's just spacing out all of your different. Um, just being exposed to all sorts of properties. Nobody, real estate's never going away. It can crash, but it's not going away. So it, it's, so it's actually advantageous to buy real estate investment trusts during a real estate market crash of any kind, um, just because those prices will go down too, and you'll have a lot of interesting buying opportunities, and and you'll be able to have a diversified portfolio of real estate. So that'd be cool. So, um. When it comes to stock buying, I actually like to buy stocks individually when I can, but I am always willing to get an S&P 500 index fund just because it exposes you to 500 great companies. I still think it's best to just go individual stocks, though, and just find the best of the best companies that are already in there and just kind of work with the companies that you would want to be exposed to, and, and that's about it. It's really honestly the simplest formula I could think of. <laughs> At least from from my standpoint, my my vantage point. But that's <clears throat> huge, though, man. I think there's a lot of um, a lot of interesting things on the horizon. I think um, what do you call it? I think we're on the right track, basically. So it's it's fun. A lot of fun things going on. I don't know. I'm just excited about the potential. Of where, um, where everything's going, and oh, it's just—I don't know, man. I'm just gonna keep investing and investing and investing, buying and holding, buying and holding is really the best thing you could do, and it's the simplest thing. That's one of the reasons why I'm holding the Shiba Inu coin. If it goes to a penny, well, if it even goes to two pennies, I'm a—that's when I'll be a millionaire. Two cents a token would be would be putting me in a millionaire status which would be insane but um at this time uh i got in really early so i was able to get a whole bunch of little shiba inu coins at a really good price and uh i got in at a really low cost so um to put me in millionaire status i'll tell you though if i got a million dollars easy throw that million into not all of it i mean throw parts of the money fifty thousand dollars here fifty thousand dollars there uh fifty thousand dollars in you know, dividends, $50,000 in gold. These would all be index funds, by the way. I just basically put, I don't, I think I would buy physical gold though. As much as I am okay with index funds, I think gold would appreciate over time, at least at a decent rate. Um, but I probably would also buy physical real estate would be a big deal. Um, buying physical real estate would be awesome. Um, one of the things is I definitely want to create a living will though. Um, and I need to do that soon because a living will will give me the opportunity to pass on any of my, um, assets that I would have accumulated from all this and then just give it let my brother take over the reins or you know what I mean so that way there's always an income and um I don't know I put a clause in there that said uh <laughs> you know my kid gets to you know take over all of it once they turn like 
18 as long as they follow the rules, you know. Um, that's the thing, man. I, I definitely want to, you know, because uh, my girlfriend and I, you know, we've been talking about having a kid at some point. And I want to make sure that um, my kid, you know, boy or girl, you know, has the uh, fundamental knowledge of investing and just being smart about things, you know. Um, it's, it's something you're not, uh, look, it's it, it's something you're not born with unless you're me. I was, oddly enough, I understood a lot of these concepts, but I was always discouraged against them. You know, every time you have money, you need to spend it. You know, you got to spend it or you got to save your money. It's like there was no, and there, there's no other option. I didn't want to save my money because I knew that we kept printing it. Even at a young age, I knew that we were printing money. Like, I just knew it. I knew about the whole, we're off the gold standard, the money had no real intrinsic value, and everybody said, no, you got to save your money. And then I started studying more, <laughs> and as, as I got older, I got kind of pissed. I was like, damn, I got lied to by my parents. I got lied to by uh, school teachers, and I was like, they're the idiots. And I almost felt like I had uh, deciphered hier- hieroglyphics, you know? <laughs> Nice finance can feel like that. And I got kind of angry for a while, I still kind of am, that um, that people remain purposely ignorant to money. That's the weirdest thing. It's like we work hard for money, right? We work for money every day, but we remain so blissfully ignorant about it. We don't try to understand why. We don't ask ourselves, why do we work for money? Well, why doesn't the money work for us? And I'm trying to, this is the whole point of the show. That's the reason I'm, I'm happy about the 30th show, 30th, I'm not saying 30th anniversary or anything, but 30th show. And I always like to ask the question to people, are you working for your money or is your money working for you? That's the truth. And I like to make sure that I take the money that I work for and I like to make that, I like to turn it around and make that money work for me. So remember, the goal is to make your money work for you, not the other way around. And you got to be smart and clever about this. You got to make sure that you're doing everything in your power um, to win. So, but this is this is it's interesting, strange time. Um, I mean, times really are. Times are strange. Times are interesting though, and times are neat. Um. I think things are going to get better. I think we're, I think as a society, we've gotten a little too pessimistic and we've gone off the, uh, on the wrong path with how pessimistic we've been. Um, and hopefully more people will be less pessimistic. That's kind of the goal. So, all right, you guys, I'll do another episode a little bit later, but I really want to watch the Seattle Seahawks versus Los Angeles Rams game. In fact, if I find a good feed on my computer besides my mobile phone through the Yahoo app, I'll, uh, I'll figure something out. I'll, I'll, I might even plug in my phone so you guys can hear the game or something, or I can just watch it through my phone. I'll watch it through my phone probably and just have you guys see my reaction. I can't show it because uh, the film, the rights... Or uh, I'd have to get the express written consent in the NFL, and I don't feel like talking to them right now. So, um, all right, I'll see you guys in the next episode. I'll probably just watch the game and have and just react to it.